Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry. I got another returning guest uh, to the clubhouse. Dustin's back. It's Wednesday. We're halfway through the week, right? And uh, lots going on, man. We're getting ready to go to Boston and Philadelphia, New York, and back to Boston and all kinds of stuff. But forget my travel plans. Forget how much I'm paying airlines and hotels and rental cars. Let's talk to Dustin. Dustin, happy Wednesday to you. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. It's been a while. Been far too long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and we've been we've been scheduling and rescheduling a little bit here, but no, I'm I'm so glad to be back and talk a little baseball. Me too, man. I I tell you, you, I have a list in my office of people that I want to reach out to, and you've been at the top of that list for about a month. And every time I think to reach out to you. It's always, I look at my watch and I'm like, well, it's 10 o'clock here. So it's definitely not 10 o'clock his time. Yeah. I'm probably one is your phone to Bing right by your bed stand or something like that. And you're looking at it going, why is Bill IMing me at two o'clock in the morning? What's wrong with this? <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, Dustin, we got a, we got a, it's kind of some fun topics to talk about. I know you're a Cardinals fan and I don't want to trample on a man's grave here, but. Let's talk a little bit about this season. So what are your thoughts on the 2023 season so far? Um, from a Cardinals fan standpoint, I mean, I don't think there's been any, very many fans that would disagree that this year has been a bit of a disappointment. Going into the year, we knew it was going to be tough. We knew we weren't going to be very good on the pitching side of things, but it seems like we're struggling in all the main food groups. Like our bats are... You know, they're not consistently hot, like it's feast or famine, it seems, most games. Our pitching has been absolutely atrocious, and we were sellers at the deadline getting rid of some relief pitchers. We got rid of uh, Jack Flaherty, gave him up. Um, yeah, it's it's been, it's been pretty much a failure. We're last in the standings as of yesterday, and uh, it'll probably be that way when it's the end of the year, but... With anything, uh, there's always a pendulum that swings one way, but it always eventually comes back. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um, I I'll be honest; it's been a while since I've seen the Cardinals this late in the season in last place. Um, as you know, in the National League, the Cardinals are Dodger killers. So even when we're not competing, I'm always watching what you guys are doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it seems no, like. I Every time we get into the playoffs with you guys, it's boom, boom. All right. That was fun. Yeah, you so, don't have to worry about us this year. That's for sure. Um, What were your – how do I say this? What surprised you the most about this season, both on the positive side and the negative side? And this could be a Cardinals question. This could be just a baseball question in, in a whole or both. Um, I'll take it as a, as a baseball question. Um, question just throughout the league mm -hmm. um, the thing that's surprising to me is just like how how much things have or I guess the narratives how much they've shifted between now and even the all-star break um, you know you had the Mets doing everything that they did in the offseason and they were instant favorites and they went from favorites to go to the World Series maybe win it to sellers at the trade deadline. And that was something I don't think anybody had on their bingo card for 2023, maybe except for Mets fans who know better, but uh, <laughs> no offense to Mets fans, but 
Uh, I love it. I love it. Keep it. They find ways to collapse. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of, uh, um, I'm trying to think of who else, uh, totally disregarded the luxury taxes. Padres. Dear. Yeah, man, that's the Padres there. Thank you. Um, I'm sure you, I'm sure you are very happy to be saying that at this point in the year. And I think the Dodgers are definitely the superior team, but, uh, but yeah, the Padres, they were all locked and loaded and I don't think they sold very much at the trade deadline, but they are underperforming. Like, like no one can, like I didn't believe I look at their record right now. And I'm like, how is this their record? But yeah, I mean, you got, you know, tons of like, I'm going to go back to the Cardinals if I may, but, you know, having Yachty and Albert last year and then they're le- they leave and then you look at what's going on this year and it's like there's, there's no, um, even when guys are lining up, shaking hands after a win, it seems like they can't wait to get off the field and take a shower and it just doesn't feel like Cardinals baseball and um you know that i guess is another negative thing but positive things um i love seeing i love seeing baltimore um you know just come out swinging and it looks like they're making a run for the playoffs and i think i think they're on a trajectory to you know good things in the future yeah after after be after being kind of like the the little brother of the american league east for a long time Long time. time. You know, what's interesting about you mentioning the Orioles is I looked up a stat and I believe it was 2016, the last time the Orioles made the playoffs and also the last time the Rangers made the playoffs. And Hmm. unless a lot of things go wrong, both teams are going to make the playoffs this season. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Yeah. No, that's, uh, it's interesting that you say that I being out here on the West coast, um, and, I, and I've said this on lives. I've said it a lot of places. If you would have asked me at the beginning of the season who's the National League Championship Series is between, I wouldn't have said the Dodgers. I would have said the Padres and the Mets. Mm-hmm. On paper, tell me I'm wrong. I mean, on paper, the Padres had Murder's Row 20, uh, 2023. And on paper, arguably, the Mets had the best pitching staff you could have imagined. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, not to, I mean, they don't have slouches on offense either, the Mets. I mean, they have Pete Alonzo who can go off. You got Francisco Lindor who, you know, isn't, you know, where he was with Cleveland, but he's still an impact player. Um, Yeah. Uh, Jeff McNeil or Brandon. Yeah. Jeff Brandon McNeil. Nemo. Yeah. Brandon Nimmo. Like those Nemo. guys can bang. So it's like they had the recipe for success and it just went down the toilet. Quickly, it went down the toilet, um, mm-hmm. and they flushed really, really hard. It was it was not awesome. Um, what is your take on the twenty twenty four Cardinals? What what are you seeing? You know, as far as like contracts expiring, or and please don't say Shohei Otani. Thirty teams are going after Shohei Otani. I don't care. He's going to go where he's going to go. Um, mm-hmm. But what does your twenty twenty four look like? You still have Nolan Arenado. You still yep. have uh, Paul Goldschmidt. Um, Talk to me about what 2024 looks like. Oh, man. I think 
I think it just comes down to what we can do in the offseason when it comes to pitching. Who can we pick up? Um, our front office, even though we are a team that can spend money, we're not a we haven't really recently been a team that goes out and spends it. We try and get good players for a deal. Like we somehow got Colorado to pay us to have Nolan Arenado play on our team the past two years. Um we we made the trade for Goldschmidt and uh, um, Carson Kelly. He was and he just got DFA'd, so we won that trade. Uh, he, you know, Goldie was the MVP last year, so I think it was definitely a one-sided trade, which tends to happen in this beautiful game of ours. But we did absolutely nothing to get pitching this offseason. The front office was adamant that we had a starting rotation, and we do not still to this day. Wayno, uh, it's the end of the road for him. I don't see the Cardinals or really anyone picking him up next year with how um, with how this year has just gone for him. Um, you know, and not that he owes the Cardinals anything. Like I think he could ride off into the subset and still be considered a legend of of our team. But then that's one last starter. I don't care the quality. That's one less starter and a veteran starter that we don't have in our lineup. So where can we go find it? And we need to go find it. Um, that's what needs to happen in 2024 for for us to even be in like wild card reach at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it breaks my heart. Adam Wainwright is a guy that I love to hate when he's on the mound against the Dodgers. He always seems to level up. So it drives me nuts. But when he's pitching against anybody but the Dodgers, I like him because he's a future Hall of Famer, first ballot guy. But it was tough because uh, I watched the other day. What did he give up? Like eight runs in one inning, yeah, and or nine runs or something like that. Eight runs and nine hits or something like that. And I just thought, ah, that's that's not. Well, no, this is a future first ballot Hall of Fame guy. You know, don't don't stay too long where your numbers look that bad, right? Mm. So. I mean, is this as he said he's calling it quits after the season? I think so. That I think when he spoke on the future, I think he spoke on it last in the off season, and he said, "This is the let himself necessarily do that." But you never know. But yeah, I mean, I I as a Cardinals fan, this might be surprising, but I don't necessarily think that he's like first ballot hall of fame. I think he probably sits for a couple few years, but um, you know, potential hall of famer for sure. But I, I agree with you. you. You have like a guy who was a hero in the world series in 2006. And, you know, he had Tommy John sur- surgery in 2011. You know, he is kind of like middle of the road for a little bit. And then he like finds a different gear. Um, you know, when he's turning 40 and he's, you know, getting Cy Young votes at an old age and, um, yeah, and then this year it's just kind of fallen off the plateau, unfortunately, but yeah, I mean, hopefully you can find a little stride to, you know, carry him and in, into the off season so he can ride off the way he's supposed to, but we'll see. Yeah, I, you know, I'm looking at his stats, and he's got 198 wins. I know this is it's hard to say, but I almost think unless you have something in your background that is steroid-related or something that's really bad for the game, if you have 200 wins, 
I think you should be automatic first ballot guy. There shouldn't even really be a vote. It's just kind of like, here it is, you know, because most mm-hmm. pitchers don't pitch long enough to get 200 wins. In right. Wainwright's pitch for, for 18 years, he's only had one twenty or two 20-game win seasons, but he had 11 wins last year as a 40-year-old, yeah. mm-hmm. right? 11 wins last year as a 40-year-old with an ERA last year of uh, 3.71. That's pretty impressive for a 40-year-old. Um, yeah. I also think if you have 500 home runs or 3,000 hits, you should be automatic too. But mm-hmm. and I mean, I as far as like, as far as counting stats go, I mean, he's got he's got over 2,000 Ks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and who knows if he gets 200 wins this year? Like, where he should have been there two months ago, and you know, if he keeps pitching the way he is, he's not going to see it. But that <laughs> yeah, that remains to be seen, and. You know, depending on who we play and when in September, if you got like, you know, a team that's got all call ups in their lineup and Wayno's pitching, like maybe you can put on a clinic for some for some call up rookies and, you know, get himself a couple wins so that he can say, I got my 200 and I'm ready to go. Mic drop. Exactly. 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 All right. So we covered the Cardinals. We covered kind of the positives and negatives of the 23 season, what's going to happen the 24 season. Um, crystal ball time, or as we would say back in our age group, Magic 8-Ball. So, <laughs> Magic 8-Ball, who wins the National League West? Uh, you should know the answer to that, Bill. That's the Dodgers. Um, hey, listen, I'm not going to be a homer. Like, I'm letting you just you tell me, Right. Um, well, I'm just talking from, you know, we're sitting here in mid-August and how how many games up do they have from the Giants? Nine. Nine. I, but they still have seven think, to play with them. I don't think the Dodgers have the personnel to dethrone them from the um from the division title. Um, whether they make it in on a wild card or not, the Giants, like that's neither here nor there. Like if we're talking division, it's all Dodgers for me. Okay. Magic 8-Ball, who wins the uh, Central, National League Central? As much as I don't want to say it, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I know the the Reds are within striking distance and the Cubs are within striking distance, but um, I think you have a lot of guys on the – you have a lot of young guys that have a lot to prove and you have a lot of guys who are still around from the 2018 run. I think I think just having those two things and, you know, they may not have the pitching, but I don't honestly like the NL Central is kind of a garbage uh, garbage division nowadays. Like <laughs> you said, I, it, and, and, like and I'm, and I'm not like and I'm not saying this because I'm a Cardinals fan and we're at the bottom. But you look at like our records, like each team outside of our own division and it's. It's not look at how we rank and you know offense defense whatever you want to say like the reds are exciting they got ellie de la cruz and he's making highlights you know every other week um the cubs i think are sneaky but i don't think they have the personnel to dethrone milwaukee no shot so i'm looking at the i'm looking at the their schedule so i say the cubs believe it or not i know they're three games back but the Cubs still have one more with the White Sox this month, three with the Royals, mm-hmm. three with the Tigers, three or four with the Pirates, 
and then they get the Brewers. So there's okay. plenty, <laughs> there's plenty of time in August for them to make up some ground, and then in September it's when they really kind of get their last challenge. So they got four with the Reds, three with the Giants, four with the Diamondbacks. Um, I mean they they've got they end the season with Milwaukee, but their last six games of the season are at Atlanta and at Milwaukee. So, okay. but I I okay. just for yeah. But I mean, other than the Royals and the White Sox and the Diamondbacks, you're facing teams that are in like playoff contention. I mean, if you're playing the Braves at the end of September, you're just going to be playing call up guys while their starters get some rest. But I mean, their farm system is good too, so it's still a challenge uh, in my eyes. So, I mean, I get I get what you're laying down, and I could see I could see that happening too. But I I can't. Uh, Maybe it's because I was born and raised in Wisconsin, but I'm going with the Brewers today. Keep in mind the Brewers have have two more with the Dodgers, three more with the Royals. I, I'm sorry, Rangers. Two with the Twins, two or three with the Padres, and then three with the Cubs. The rest of this month, so it gets a little get a little nasty. Okay, Magic Eight Ball. Who wins the National League East? This should be easy. Uh, uh hmm. It's the Braves. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, Magic Eight Ball. Who wins the American League West? American League West. Yep. Um, I think I think the Astros pull it off. I Ooh. think I think they come back once. I mean, I'm I'm not incredibly familiar with uh, Altuve and um, Alvarez's numbers since they've come off the injured list, but um, give them a few weeks. If they haven't found their form, they will. They still got a lot of guys remaining from um, uh, from their last World Series from last year. I forget that they won the World Series last year sometimes, but um, but yeah, they've been quiet for the middle part of the season, and I think this is just the part where they're like, "Oh yeah, we're the Astros. We'll take it from here, Arlington." Um, we got this. <laughs> Step aside. We got this. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> All right, Magic Eight Ball who mm-hmm. wins the American League Central. Um, I think it's just the, the theme, the uh, the central divisions. Like it doesn't matter. Like they'll probably lose in the wild card or um, divisional <laughs> divisional round. But if you had to twist my arm, uh, I can't even say with confidence who I think is going to win. I can say I who I hope is going to win is probably probably the guard. Okay, Guardians. Okay, Guardians I like right that. now, but all right. Uh, Magic Gate Ball. Who wins the East? American League East. Um, you know, I I would say the Rays, but with however this Wander Franco thing is going to play out, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, it's yes. it's all allegations at this point, but. It was allegations for Trevor Bauer, and he's playing out in Japan right now. So Thank it's you. kind of hard to you know, and no matter what the players say, it is a distraction, and you're missing a key guy. Um, so I think I'm going to go with Baltimore. Okay. I'd love to see Baltimore get a division. Okay. I, I agree with you. Uh, regardless of how it plays out, regardless if it turns out that Maybe it was just a hug that was a little too long or 
something like that, it has ruined his baseball reputation for the rest of his life. Because there's not yeah. one female in this world that wants their child to come home with a Wander Franco jersey after this. I mean, just true statement, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah. I mean, if your boy came home with a Wander Franco jersey right now, would you be happy about it? No. No. Okay. Absolutely not. You'd be like, mm, son? Let's take this back. We'll, we'll we've, sell we've, it on eBay. We'll pay somebody to take it from us. Right. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, Magic 8-Ball, who goes to the Fall Classic this year? Who says Dustin goes to the Fall Classic this year? It's. I, you know, at the beginning of the year, like you, I would have agreed with you. I would have said the Padres and the Mets. Um, but I think out of the American League, I have a tough time betting against Houston. Just, you know, been there, done that. Not to say that that matters necessarily, but, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Astros out of the American League. And then National League. There's two teams that are very similar um, in the Dodgers and the Braves. But I think if... If I'm being honest, I look at – I think it comes down to pitching, and I think the Braves just have a little bit more than the Dodgers do. I see you shaking your head, so I I, I can see that you even agree as a Dodgers fan. Um, you know, if, if it would be different if Dustin May was healthy, uh, um, you know, Kershaw, um, you know, you got you got guys that that can throw heat and and do just disgusting things with a baseball. But um, I think I think the the Braves and an NLCS come out on top. I'll say in seven to make it exciting. Um, my cardiologist love you if it went to seven, um, and I'll be pacing <laughs> and everything. I mean, come on. Um, no, I you know I'm shaking my head because I agree with it. So what we didn't talk about is wildcard teams. And there's so many wildcard teams right now. Seattle's still in it, you know, Cincinnati Cubs. So I didn't want to talk about that. But the the way that this plays out, we can't put it past Toronto. We can't put it past some of the wildcard teams to shake it up. If I were a betting person, though, I would say that you're right. The World Series is going to be Houston and um it's going to come out of Texas. It's either going to be Houston or the Royals. It's going to be either the Dodgers or the Braves. If I were a betting person right now. And it just, what it comes down to is who's hot in that series. Cause on paper, again, the, the Astro or the Braves are just a smidgen better than the Dodgers on pitching. But what happens if, if Spencer stash strider can't hit a strike zone, right? But Bobby Miller, who has no business doing this because he's a rookie does. So, yeah, it's just such a weird I mean, thing. I mean, you have a good point. I mean, it's all about who gets hot at the right time. And last year, that was the Phillies. Like, yeah. people counted them out. No one had their number. But then they make yep. it to the World Series. They get pretty much stomped by the Astros. But if they would have been a little bit hotter for a little bit longer, it could have been a more interesting series. Yeah, no, exactly right. It You're exactly And that's. That's why these these discussions on Wednesday, the 16th of August, are always fun because we don't know. But it's so much fun that way, right? Um, so, 
All right, Dustin, I got something fun for you. Do not, for, uh, I you didn't hear this because I don't think you were on the live this morning, but I'm going to put together a best baseball movies bracket. I put together 32 movies and the bracket will be released on Tuesday, next Tuesday. I will make sure you okay. get a copy of it, fill it out. If you win, we got Top Fan Rivalry gear for you. Um, but it's it's going to be a lot of fun because there's some movies out there that you're like, oh, crap, if that ends up in the same bracket as each other, how am I supposed to decide between this and this, right? I mean, how do you decide between Bull Durham and Sandlot? That That is tough. That is, I like, going to be – that could be, like, your finals, like, championship round right there. I mean, do you, do you go against Squints Paladoras or do you go against Crash Davis, you know, the most home runs in the minor leagues? It's too much, right? It's too tough to. Well, call. how 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 are you? Uh, how are you, I'm just asking, like, how are how are you deciding who wins the round? Is it like a fan poll on your yes, story or it's something? Be a fan poll. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fan poll. It'll go in the stories, and it will be a fan poll. Okay. Favorite baseball movie is which one? My my favorite my favorite movie is is Bull Durham. Like that's my favorite baseball movie. Just like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, but like I could see. You know, people voting for Sandlot because that's yeah. that's that's the movie people identify with as a kid, as an adult, and yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's dangerous out there. I mean, there, I had to slice it down. I had sixty-seven movies that I could have chose from, and I sliced it down to thirty-two, um, and did it mm-hmm. like a, a total NC two A poll. And in fact, um, some people in the marketing group at Fed Rivalry are, are thinking. I'm first of all, they're thinking I'm crazy. Like, how are you going to manage this, right? And I'm uh-huh. thinking not everybody's going to turn in a bracket. Um, but, you know, for those of you that do, we'll see how this this plays it out. And, I mean, when, you, when you've got movies like Major League, Sandlot, For Love of the Game, Bold Durham, uh, I mean, there's, there's a number of them, 42, 61, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even if you go kind of old school, old school, you go to, uh, either the Jackie Robinson story or Pride of the Yankees or Little Big League or Angels in the Outfield, those ones that people grew up on, just they're just nostalgic, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, how do you choose that, you know, going from there? So it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. Send me that bracket. I, I'd love to enter one and try and get some swag. If not, I'll buy some, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We got, we actually got uh, Top End Rivalry jerseys now. Okay. Yeah, we got we actually got red jerseys. They look like Cardinals jerseys, except for they've got pinstripes on them. They're actually pretty cool. <laughs> okay, you're quite the salesman. I'll have to look at it. Yeah, that's uh, there you go. But folks, this is Dustin, super cool guy. Does a lot of bobblehead stuff. We will make sure that we tag him this morning. Um, please follow him. He does a lot of fun stuff with the baseball world, and I have had nothing but respect and admiration for him since the day I met him. Uh, I love the fact that his first picture that he sent me to use on Top Fan was of he and his boy. And there's nothing that makes me more excited than a father and son talking baseball or being around baseball. So, Dustin, thank you so much for joining us on Wednesday morning. Hopefully I didn't make you late for work or get you in trouble or anything. So have a fantastic day. Oh, no. I oh, no. I, I, I cleared my schedule for this. There you, um, go. you know, Bill, I, I love what you're doing with Top Fan Rivalry. Um, you're doing a lot of cool things like going out to Boston and, you know, you're going to hit up some games in, uh, um, in Texas and just kind of be all over the board and you're kind of living, uh, living everybody's dream, it seems. So, 
Um, no, I, I, I want to shout you out. Like you, you do like some incredible work and you make baseball interesting. Um, I love talking with you. It was fun chopping it up with you and Jason and on, uh, uh, bourbon and baseball. Um, yeah, don't, uh, don't hesitate. If it's 10 PM, your time, like shoot me a DM. If you want me to come back, I'd be more than happy to, I'd, I'd be honored to come back again. I love it. Thank you, Dustin, so much. I appreciate it. Stick around for a second. Top Fan Rivalry followers, that's it for Wednesday. We love Dustin. Dustin loves Top Fan. We're good. Let's go make it happen on Wednesday. Let's try not to get in too much trouble. We're halfway through the week. <laughs> so, Dustin, we'll catch up with you soon.